to say one thing I've loved uh, this week, Rob, is your updates on the Australian Open. It's been stunning tennis. Oh, yes. it's been amazing Absolutely tennis. Stunning, and yeah. Terry's been interested in the fact that I could actually string words together involving sport. But you never talk about the actual game. Do you know the rules of tennis, how it's scored and what they do and things like that? Mostly. I get confused when they get to those six sevens, six in the tie two, break. Yeah, yeah. I don't know okay, what that fine. is. Anyway, let's talk about Rafael Nadal. Uh, the world number one uh, got knocked out in the quarterfinals last night. He was playing Dominic. Team? Team. Team. I've never heard of him. T-H-I-E-M from Austria. Oh, he, he was does, Austrian. He's a clay court player, so he's, he's done really, really well in France. But when they play in the hard courts, he gets to the semifinals quite a bit, but never the big ones. He's beaten Djokovic, and now he's beaten Nadal to two world number ones. Which is very exciting. But, of course, Rafael Nadal is not only known for being that Spanish spunk that he is yeah. as a tennis player, but also he has, do you know there are 19 known rituals that Rafa does every single game. He's very fidgety. He is very fidgety. Yeah. Uh, things like a walking on the court only with a single racket in hand, yeah. crossing lines with his right foot only, lots of, you know, like quirky things like that. Certainly last night they were definitely on show, as Todd Woodbridge explained. Rafa races out as is his habit after a change of ends. Goes through the ritual of delivering a towel into each corner. A towel into each corner? Yeah, he dropped so a towel handy, on each side. Handy for sweat at any yeah, time. I'm yeah. sure they got spare ones for Rafa. And then it went on because he got himself into a fair bit of trouble as the match went through with wasting time. Well, mm. they considered it wasting time, but it just takes him so long with his rituals that he kind of the time then wears out. Uh, as explained by Jim, Jimmy Connors. D- Jimmy Jim Correa. Oh, he did so well. <laughs> Damn. Nadal just had a little stress. He, he was having trouble getting the right ball from the ball girl, and he is rushing to get to the line to have enough time to get his rituals in for this very important first serve. He's just going to get it in under the wire. Because some of them bounce the ball a ridiculous number of times. I think Djokovic from you know, suburbia you are talking about yesterday, <laughs> um, he bounced about 19 times or something like that. Well, I just I was thinking as I was watching last night, yeah. do you have any rituals? Because I definitely do. Yeah. I'm not a very superstitious person, but yeah. I am quite a spiritual one. Yes, I know. So every time that I go on air, either in here or I go on television, I say to myself, I surround myself with the white light of divine love, healing and protection. I touch my heart and I say, speak your truth and make it raw and real. Well, that must be great when you've got a radio mic on. The guy at the sound booth's going, what's this space get it on about? <laughs> what's I this say new it story? in my head. Oh, All okay. he sees is me touching my heart. Positive affirmations. I know Bobby's got a ritual because I've tripped over in the car park over the years doing those. Do you still get out and do your affirmations? Well, in our new building, we have a veranda that overlooks the river and the city, which is sensational. So I do daily affirmations. At about four o'clock every morning where I give thanks and I welcome the morning sun. So what do you say, Bob? Do you say the same things? I say the same thing every day. It's something I learned a long time ago and I add to them when I find little positive things from time to time. Do you mind giving us one? Like I actually went back to uh, Desiderata from the 70s, believe it or not. You're a child of the universe. No less than the trees and the stars. You have a right to be here. Oh. Well, mine's going to sound really crappy then, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, we've set the tone oh. as these deep and meaningful right. individuals. So, Terry Hansen, what's your ritual? So, backstage at the at the sit-down comedy club at the Paddo, you're just behind the curtain there, there's just a wall, it's just a corridor, 
Okay, you go up. I put my watches, my glasses, my keys, anything in my pockets down behind the chair. Then I check. I've done up my fly. Then I make sure I've got myself a, a bottle of water or I'm going to have a sip and a beer. It's in the second half. Once I've got some laughs, I'll have a beer. Uh, and then I just check that that's in place and can't be knocked over to other comedians. Then, then I check my fly. Uh, then I go over and check <laughs> that I've got the name of the next comedian I've got to introduce and I have that written down and then I check my fly. The reason I check my fly is this. Many years ago, I'm down in the comedy room and the, the three of us are going to be on that night. We all go into the toilet just before the show's about to start. And the security guy says, hey, 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 I know what your comedians are like. Don't go doing anything illegal in there. And the headline, um, that Billy Jude turns around and says, no, my friend, there's one thing about comedy. It keeps you regular. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I always have to check my fly. That's my ritual. <laughs> it's Robin, Terry and Bob on 97.3.